Hey, welcome to Wolf's Watch. Thanks for joining us today. And as always, as the leader of the pack, I am out scouring the countryside looking for food to bring back in the form of gold nuggets for insights and leadership that help you be a more effective leader, especially when leading change in these turbulent times. Today, I want to talk with you about perspective. You know, mindset is everything as a leader. Perspective runs a close second. And how do you alter your perspective? Not in a bad way, but how do you check your perspective? How do you, right? Because we've all got this frame, however you want to do that. Uh, frame, looking cool? Probably not. Uh, you know, this paradigm frame that you would perceive everything in. How do you, how do you adjust that? How do you check it? How do you see the blind spots? And how, you know, are you staying purposeful in learning from small, you know, from shifts in perspective, because looking, you know, talking eyeball to eyeball can make a big difference between just making a slight change over here. I've got an example for you to start with. Now, check this out. So this was part of a train ride down to San Diego. Hang on a second while I'm looking uh, in some of the background stuff here to find the on switch as always. Good Lord. Got multiple stuff junking up my screen here that's making it hard to see the heck is going on here we go so this is part of yeah if it'll actually run <laughs> you know as i always like to say laugh with me laugh at me just laugh and enjoy the ride here we go i'm looking for our uh, there we go so this is riding a train from los angeles to san diego stealth and i were out uh running we run there this is something we talked about for years always wanted to do we needed to go to san diego and we decided to take the train it was quite the adventure that's another story for another time i uh, want to specifically point out perspective because think about this sitting on a train what do you see in front of you it's like being in a plane in a sense right you got people sitting in front of you seat backs not necessarily the most interesting unlike an airplane you look down, you know, you lean out a little bit in the aisle and look through the window into the next car. You can see one car, next car, next car. You can see a long distance in both directions. But even if you turn around and look behind you, the view changes from the standpoint of you see people's faces instead of the backs of their heads. The rest of it's pretty much the same. And then you got what's going outside of both windows as well. So here is looking out. So this is sitting forward, looking out the window to the right. And check this out. Oh, it's not going to cooperate, is it? Come on. Here we go. No, doesn't want to play. So this is looking outside the window to our right. And, you know, I can see a little bit. It's uh, not the most exciting view. Here's what I was looking for. Right? See, we'd driven. We had driven past this before. They rode this on site. We had driven through there before on uh, automobile drives down to San Diego, but it was very, very different from the train tracks. We've seen the train tracks a lot, but being on the train, looking back was very different. And it was hard to keep track of where we were at, even though we knew the cities from the other side, from the, from the highway side. And here's a little camera angle change, you know, kicking my feet out. It's nice. There's more room than you have in an airplane. But here's looking out the other side. What do you got? Ocean. So we're zooming right along the ocean, getting to see just some pretty nice houses there as well. This is South Orange County. And 
really enjoyed being able to see things that we another, otherwise wouldn't have seen because this train track goes through in a spot right up against the cliffs, against the highway. So here we are down by um, where, where the train track pops up along Interstate 5 coming up to the Marine Corps base. And, and you can see one of the, you know, one of the buses coming along. So it's a very different perspective. And because, bear with me just a second here, let me stop this. So because we weren't driving and I wasn't riding, uh, riding, riding a motorcycle, it gave a lot more time to stop and reflect and traveling with someone else. I got to get the other person's perspective as well. Now, my wife, her nickname is Stealth. And the reason being is you've, you've followed these series. You hear me talk about her you'll probably never see her. And we nicknamed her Stealth, uh, having some fun with that because so many people know of her, so very few ever get to actually see her. There's a story behind how that started too. I'll tease you with that and, uh, and, and leave it for another time. So Stealth and I were having this great conversation about how different the perspective is, what we're both seeing. She's seeing things that I missed. I'm seeing things that she missed. We're pointing, it's just like a couple of kids and it made for a very fun adventure. But again, it came back to you know that, that frame that we had, that we both had, where we have a little bit different perception frame. We're both looking a little bit different places and we got to see more, learn more. And we made it a purposeful trip. So we talked about what we were seeing. What did we learn from that? Where do we want to go back to again? What, what was the difference in the feel of the experience? So this is all about perspective. What does that have to do with leadership? From a leadership standpoint, the people around you, They've all got a different perspective. They're seeing things from a slightly different angle. And it leads to communication challenges. We've talked, are, is their frame the same as yours? And are they hearing the message that you intended them to hear when you're providing them guidance, counseling, counseling them on objectives? Are they seeing the same future, the same picture as the end result as you are? You know, because the hard truth is, as a leader, that's your responsibility. May not like it, but as a leader, it's your responsibility to make sure they are receiving the intended message so that they can do what needs to be done to make stuff happen and get the results that you need. You know, and do they feel the same sense of urgency, the same sense of commitment to achieving the goal? Do they understand why it's important? Right. Uh, in leading change, one of the big issues that I have with leading with with uh, formal university taught leading change programs is you got to create a sense of urgency. Yeah, it depends. Right now, you don't really need to create a sense of urgency right in the midst of the ongoing pandemic and other turbulence around us. Urgency is in the air. There's a lot of uncertainty that feeds a heightened emotional state which can become depression, can become very negative energy. If as a leader, you are not working with that to keep it focused into something positive. Very much a sense of urgency because people are, are much more aware without any guidance on your part that these times are making their jobs less secure, their futures less secure. So the sense of urgency sometimes is necessary, sometimes not. What's even more important and where sense of urgent sense of urgency has been misused, they need to understand why why it's critical. When you're asking them to change something, and you're moving to something new, go. Why is that the right choice? Why is that the right path? Why should they follow you? What's your perspective 
that grounds the whole activity that you're leading and the direction, the new direction that you're going as a good choice. They need to, they need to understand why it's critical that it gets done. Now, why the timeline needs to hold. And there's some urgency in that in terms of got to get certain things done right now in these turbulent times, financial realities drive some of the urgency. Still, it's about connecting effectively with them, painting the picture form, having them hear the message, right? Connecting with them so that they feel they are part of the right thing and they're doing the right thing. Then you've got a powerful team to implement change with. But it's about perspective. It's like being on the train, looking out one window, seeing cliffside, homes, freeway. Look at the other side, across the aisle at the other window, seeing Pacific Ocean, blue, some houses, some beach. Look straight forward, not seeing the track ahead, seeing the back of everybody's heads. What do you see when you look forward? As a leader, you're seeing, you know, as, as a business owner, you're up front driving the train. So you're seeing that track forward and way, way farther ahead. Everybody else is seeing the back of your head or the back of someone else's head. And when they turn around and look behind them, what do they see? They see the faces of the people that they're leading, that they're influencing, whether it's other team members within the company, whether it's suppliers that they're dealing with, so that you have the, you know, the support services, materials that, that are necessary to run your company and deliver your services and products to your clients. Or whether it's clients, you know, they see the clients look at them going, okay, why should we follow you? Doing business with you is a form of following you. So, it, you know, understand where are people looking? So as a leader, you need to know where are they looking and have an idea of what that perspective is that they're getting from looking over here and then be able to, if you need them to look over here or be looking directly here to help them make that adjustment and explain why, right? It's the, yeah, urgency, okay. Let's set that aside. The need. What is the real need for instead of enjoying the view of the hillside over here, which can be stark beauty in a lot of ways, or looking over here and going, wow, check out the ocean, surfs up. You know, this is a great place to look. Say, no, no, no. I need you looking up here. Lean out a little bit. Look down the center so you can see through the windows and get a better view of what's on the track ahead of us that I'm looking at. Just a couple of things to think of and some, you know, and some fun. Hopefully, if you have never taken the train, if you're in Southern California, or actually wherever you're at, if there's, you know, if there's a train ride available, they're ridiculously expensive. It's why trains are a 19th century technology. <clears throat> it is worth the adventure. But make it purposeful. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. I highly recommend being on a train. And it's a fun journey. It's a very different experience and allows you to, if you take advantage of the opportunity to look at things very differently and to have one or more people along on the journey with you so that, so that you can talk with them, learn from them as well. What are they seeing? What's their perspective? The same thing when looking out this window, someone may be going, Hey, you know what? There's surfers out there. Surf's up. It's looking good. Someone else may be going, check out these houses. Well, you know, cause it just depends on what's top of mind for them. What catches their perspective. You can learn a lot more about them by also asking them, okay, why is that caught your eye? 
could be that they surf and you didn't know, or that they always wanted to, and they never talked about it. Could be somebody, you know, they're looking for a home or they just, they have an interest in architecture or they've always wanted to live at the beach. Great opportunity to get to know people in a way that helps you connect with them. Cause that connection, oh man, that, that is so important, especially right now. And it's going to be true going forward. Trust is at an all time low. That's not going to change. I was uh, in a session with Bo Eason earlier today. If you don't know who Bo Eason is, look him up. Former uh, best safety in the NFL in his day when he played NFL. Now he trains speakers and presenters. Uh, he did. He went from the NFL to running his own uh, very successful play. Ended up on Broadway with the, the run of the litter. Look that up as well. Something he was saying is, going, look, trust is at an all-time low. And guess what? It's only going to get worse. That'll change in the future too. But what we know for certain right now, trust is at an all-time low. And as Bo framed it, it's unfortunate truth. It's only going to get worse. So you need to deal with that, that ability to connect. Also, when you take an adventure like that, if you're taking, you know, if you've got some select members of your team or your leadership team going with you, having those kinds of adventures together creates a common story that helps with bonding on the team, helps helps with developing a high-performance team environment. So if you want to hear more on high-performance teams, let me know in the comments. So just some quick, some quick fun video, a couple of tips for you today. Glad you're part of the conversation. And as always, if you're enjoying what you're seeing, if you're getting something from Wolf's Watch, let me know in the comments. Share it with people. What are you learning? Like if you're watching us on Facebook, you know, like our Facebook page. If you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe to our YouTube page. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll have more coming up in the future. So have a great afternoon. I'm Wolf with Wolf's Watch. Thanks for being part of the journey. And I will see you on the trail.